Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And this is The The Business Family. Family. You're listening to episode four of The Business Family. On today's episode, we talked to Dana Magnus of Dana Frames and the marketing brand. And I honestly don't know how we managed to pack in this much wisdom into one episode. We talk about pivoting to meet a need, how to have healthy conflict with your partner, and mission-driven marketing. You're not going to want to miss a single second, so here we go. Hey guys, welcome to the business family. Welcome back. We are here today with Dana Magnus and I am super excited about this podcast today because Dana's got a lot going on. There's (laughs) always something. (laughs) um, She is originally from Chicago, Mm -hmm. moved out to San Diego with her husband and now they're back. So she's got a great story for us today and uh, we're just going to jump right in. So Dana, can you tell us a little bit about um, you and your husband and how you guys got started with your businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, awesome. So my husband and I met in college and we basically have always been big dreamers, goal setters, and people who communicated what we wanted out of life. And um, it was great to meet somebody who was just as like energized hmm. and like ready to do really cool things um, as I was. And um, he met me when I was a photographer, on a side hustle all the time. So I was always working. I was always doing shoots here and there. So it was something he definitely um, just kind of got right into um, in my life. And um, he worked um, in big corporate America uh, for Deloitte. He's a consultant and a manager now. And so his path is really different than mine Mm. in regards to, um, you know, what he wanted to to do in terms of being successful and, uh, you know, to provide for the family. So, um, so for me, I'm a creative person. I'm somebody who always is looking to, you know, kind of grab life uh, by the horns, if you will, just to, to take matters into my own hands. Yeah. So entrepreneurship, um, really like photography made me an entrepreneur. Um, and then, uh, I think that my marketing degree made me more of that kind of commercial side of uh, a business owner and uh, a CEO is what I like to call it. So cool. Yeah. And you started originally Dana Frames, right? Yes. Okay. So, well, Dana Link is photography. If you really want to go oh, back, right. and so before I got Way married, <laughs> um, yes, it, it was. Um, it was. You know, we always just kind of default to using our names as a creative. We want to brand ourselves, and then um, afterwards, uh, when I moved to San Diego my name changed after I got married. So then I was like, well, do I just want to change my name again? Yeah. (laughs) And um, what I really was focusing on was kind of figuring out, okay, well, I went from a photographer who worked as um, some, you know, just, I did weddings, I did basically everything. Um, But then I was like, but my biggest um, kind of differentiating factor at the time when I picked Dana Frames as a name was going to be that I really wanted to work on the archival keepsake part of the business. Mm. So prints and albums and keepsakes in all different forms. Uh, So I was like, you know what, I'm a keepsake designer and Dana Frames is all about not only the frames in the camera, but the frames in the design uh, when I'm in artboards and creating like more artistic things. And then also um, the frames on their wall. So it was more of like a conversation piece of like, what does that mean? And then you're always wearing crazy glasses. And is that what you mean? Yeah. So um, I wanted to just, you know, pick a name different than my my last name but then also still and I'm not saying that I wasn't going to make my marriage work like oh I'm going to have to switch my name again <laughs> but it was funny because I really wanted um 
you know, something different. Cool. And so tell us a little bit about, so Dana now runs Dana Frames and um, a brand called The Marketing Brand, which you can find both of these websites in the show notes. But tell us a little bit about The Marketing Brand. (gasps) I mean, it sounds like from the conversations that we've had that you Mm. really saw a need you know, in the industry, not necessarily what you were doing. Right. And you decided to kind of pivot. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Taking on a second business was not my original plan <laughs> in life. Um, you know, I, I really just wanted to focus on one thing and be really good at it because, um, you know, we, we do tend to as creative sometimes take on, we're very enthusiastic and we want to take on a bunch of different things. Yeah, totally. Um, so my, my degree was in marketing and advertising, um, public relations and that's what I did full time while I did the Dana Frame side hustle. So it came to be in 2016 when I got laid off from that uh, full time job, which came literally a month and a half after we bought our first home. Wow. And uh, my husband bought his like we were a one car family for, um, you know, since we moved out there because his car is sitting on my finger. <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor guy sacrifices so much. Um, but he, um, you know, he finally got it to buy his new truck and we were really planning our finances. And then out of the blue, I get laid off. And this wow. was 2016. And I actually was on my way to the airport to go because um, he travels for work. He travels all over the world between uh, India all the way locally to D.C. on a regular basis mm-hmm. um, for his corporate job. So I was getting on a plane to go to spend uh, the week in New York with him um, to do you know, just to be there and take advantage of like a little long weekend and get laid off like on the way to the airport. Wow. So that was a big um, that was really when I went full time. I was like, I can go get another job, but let's really talk about this. And it's my goal to finally, you know, be be somebody who's all in. Right. And he understood that because he, you know, he he did that for his job, like for him to be traveling all the time and leaving me alone in a whole different state. Like because we moved out together, knowing no one in San Diego, leaving all of our family and friends behind and for him to then just still be on the road all the time. Yeah, that was a big um, kind of sacrifice for me to be like, okay, well, you know, we're doing this distance thing, you know, almost on a weekly basis. Um, Right. And so he felt uh, maybe a little bit of like guilt for those like, okay, well, at least when you're home by yourself, you can be doing all the things that you want and building a business that you want now that you have all this, these extra nights and evenings that I don't have to run home and cook dinner and be with someone like I'm a workaholic, I'll work till, you know, 11 midnight. Um, And that's cool, because he's not there to need me. So we both have this, uh, this kind of drive for for our businesses and our careers. So the marketing brand was born because photography was, again, something I've always been doing. Um, but it's like we take on uh, clients who like just need help. And um, after leaving the corporate job, um, I had a few people in the, my circle of network who were like, hey, I still would like some assistance on, you know, websites and, and some yeah. marketing strategy. And I want some brand photos. And people were coming to me for headshots and not like being asked the right questions. So once they come to me, they're like, Oh, so you can help with business cards because you're asking me now what kind of photos I need to take in order to market myself better. So all this kind of came about where I'm like, well, this is a big need. Like people are going out and trying to hire photography and and brand photography, but they're missing this whole strategic strategic marketing 
aspect of it, which is really important when they're beginning uh, launching a brand or beginning their business, yeah. they need to figure out, well, it's not just about asking a photographer to take a pretty picture of you. It's like, who are your target clients? I mean, all mm-hmm. the, the basic marketing 101 stuff. Um, but it's like, they still don't have the confidence to go forward without this plan. Yeah. People so, don't think about it. They totally. don't think about it. And it's not their fault because they're not marketing majors yeah. and they're just trying to start a business because it's what they love to do and it's what they want to um, provide for the world and their mm-hmm. clients. So marketing always is that like afterthought that they're like, oh yeah, crap. I need to like figure out how to get <laughs> clients. Like that's kind of a thing uh, beyond yes. my friends and family and just yes. asking around in LinkedIn. So um, people were going to my website and they were seeing baby photos and wedding, you know, portfolios and family photos. And they're like, wait, you can help me with marketing. I I don't really get the connection here. So Mm -hmm. I really had to rebrand something separate, pull the two apart and then just get down, roll up my sleeves and say, okay, I've got to start figuring out a good, a good split between these two without also driving myself insane. Yes. (laughs) So, um, the first year, 2018, when I launched the marketing brand was, I will, I'll be honest, because this is the business family, we're talking about our interpersonal uh, relationships too and our personal yeah. relationships. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done for not only our marriage, but, um, mm. you know, just myself, because you you really see something as like another goal, another something to check off. Like, yes, I can do this. I'm empowering myself. I really want to work hard. Yeah. But you sometimes forget all the other parts of your life that suck that energy from yep. right and that um that really made it very apparent that we had to come back home to chicago even as professional photographers and videographers we found ourselves using our cell phones to capture a lot of our on the go content for both our family and our business that's why we purchased moment lenses Moment makes a variety of lenses and photography gear for your mobile device that can elevate your cell phone camera to a more professional quality. If you're interested in learning how Moment lenses can up your cell phone game, check out thebusinessfam.com slash moment and get 10% off any of your purchase. Uh, we were both suffering in our own worlds and then together we were suffering. Uh, so it was really hard when you put work first all the time and you just think that your relationship will always be there as your rock. Hmm. And I, I came to a point where I just was looking at it and I'm like, wow, I'm a really terrible wife. Like hmm. I'm finally being a good business owner. I'm finally like doing what I want, but look at all the things I'm sacrificing, um, in my personal life. And yeah. It showed and it was very, very challenging. So when you ask like how difficult was it to split the businesses in a business side, I think it it was more difficult um, on a personal note. Yeah. You know, yeah. so can you talk more about um, like you and your husband, like actually talking about that and yeah. and really hashing that out? And when you realize like, OK, we we just need to make. A, a big change. Absolutely. So um, when we finally realized what was going on, right, because you get in this ebb and flow of just like doing things, doing things, doing things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And, and it got to a point where I just like kept putting off the conversation because I didn't want to look obviously like a failure. And I didn't also want to 
like blame it on this business that now was birthed as like my baby. Like this was my everything. I'm putting so much of my heart and my soul in it. And I didn't want to face the fact that that was the cause of so much of our distance apart. Um, So on top of his extreme traveling and being away, then he comes home and I'm still in business mode, you know, and it's like then on the weekends, we're just trying to either get things done. And it's just to, you know, to be honest, it just kept going for a while. So it didn't, Mm -hmm. it took like at least four to five months for us to like sit down and have this hard conversation. Like, what is it that we're doing to ourselves and Mm -hmm. to each other? So, um, we just kind of got to a point where I know I personally got burned out and then I'm like, I just need you. I just need like that person again to come back and then you need me. And we just had to like, just stop and check ourselves and be like, whoa, like this, this life is not for us. And so we, we were always talking about coming back to Chicago at some point when we wanted, we wanted to start our family. It's so much easier to do that when you have mom and dad and and friends and yeah. um, everyone to support you and and just to be there to tell you, okay, it's okay. We're here if you need anything totally. versus, okay, sorry, well, we may or may not see you, you know, in six months because you're 2000 miles away. Um, and so it came to a point where we were like, we just had finished like a nice pool in our backyard. Like we were like so in love with our house and like everything. But then it, we just like, do you want to move back to Chicago? We looked at each other like, yeah. So like within a week, we called wow. our realtor, we just got things and we just were so mentally done. Wow. And that's kind of what Bob and I, my husband, we do. We're extreme people. Like pe- when we went to move to California, like our friends were like, wait, you guys just like talked about it for like a night and you're good. And like, how, how do you guys just like, and, and I just, there's no other explanation, but just we're so in sync with mm-hmm. who we are individually and then who we want to be as partners. So that's really great. <laughs> other people think we're nuts. And, and I think that's true because we are, but it's like, we're crazy and we love it because we're just like, oh yeah, that sounds good. That That's good with you. That's good with me. Let's go do it. And we don't waste any time. Yeah. Like second guessing it. Yes. So it's that's kind of how it happened. We it took a week and then our house sold in like a month um, after all the getting ready and everything. It sold in like two or three days. Wow. And then we just threw everything in a car and a little pod and we were back home. Wow. <laughs> it's just that's, like that's that. So crazy. Yeah. I love that. But I love that you guys took the time to really figure it out, you know, yeah. and you weren't like you. I mean, you can get stuck in that for a long time. And right. that's when like things just fall apart you know totally and so I really commend you guys for having the self-awareness and also having a relationship where you both felt safe yeah to bring that to each other instead of just going like oh I I'm I'm gonna come off as a failure and I can't show that to this person and I think we often can get caught in caught up in that so yeah and it's it's great that he I think it was harder for me because for him he just has to switch offices because he still had the same job sure um so that was always really like comforting um especially for our lifestyle but it's like for me I literally had to start right over again because I'm opening a brand new business I'm only like five months in and I'm like well great I just did all this networking and, and business building here let me just hit the reset button over there but right we have to remember I think a biggest thing that I always keep keep forward is like business will bounce back finances will bounce back all these things will always 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 come back because it's just a matter of working toward it and 
being creative and then just making small tweaks. But relationships and friendships and family, if we just sacrifice all that for our jobs and our our careers and our goals, sometimes you can really mess that up. And that is like the biggest thing that I had to realize is like, if I just kept pushing it off, even as small as it was just day by day, I could have really made some permanent damage that I could never recover from. Yeah. So yeah, it's difficult to to work harder and start over again, but you do and you will. And just like any job, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're not, mm-hmm. those things are not as, I mean, they, they can break and you know, uh, the relationships could break. Whereas your career and your jobs and, uh, you know, the finances, like I said, it's just a matter of figuring out a new solution and a new way to do it. So, but they always will come back. So don't, if I were to share any kind of advice, it's like, that can't be the one thing you're making decisions off of, especially in a relationship or in in a family. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. I just love that. Um, so how have you guys navigated you? I mean, obviously Bob is working full time. He's in corporate America. You are doing your own thing after you got laid off. How did you guys navigate like making that decision? And I mean, were you guys kind of in a, it sounds like you guys are pretty in sync. So tell me a little bit more about that. So he's like such a supportive person. And, um, you know, I can be such a just off the wall kind of person that throws these crazy <laughs> ideas. Um, and it wasn't until like this past uh, spring that I took the Enneagram and it was like, oh my gosh, it explains everything. Like he needs to take time and analyze. And although so many times I'm thinking he's not listening to me, like he will come back and be like, oh yeah, I remember when you said this and that. I'm like, wait, you listen to that random rambling of something crazy I was talking about? Yeah. And he's like, well, no, like I, I understood now how this is, this happened. So, um, he, I feel like he knows me more than I even know myself, which is crazy. It's just part of his personality type. And I'm always like starting something new, trying something new. Like, I can't even tell you how many business plans I've had that I presented to him. Like, what do you think of this? He's like, oh my gosh, another business plan. (laughs) Uh, And so we actually, um, started the conversation in just figuring out like, okay, well, what is the long term look like? Like, yes, this is something I'm going to jump into right now to start a business full time or just go full time after my, um, uh, you know, my, I guess, paid like nine to five. Um, and I guess we just didn't know what to expect because being a full-time entrepreneur comes with so much learning and like anyone who's out there, who's like, and you oh, don't I- even realize you're like, Oh no, you jump in, you get six months in, you're like, Oh, <laughs> like, how did I now like somehow I could there was no way in heck I could like work that many hours for a job. But like you yes. c- account how many hours you've put in in your own. And you're like, I didn't even know I was capable of working that much. For and, sure. and it's just like all these things kick in. And like we really just uh, we really focus on what our main objective is in life. Um, and for him, he was always about like retiring early and figuring out like uh, investment properties. So like for him, he knew that corporate America um, is his is his job right now. Like he loves his job and he really enjoys what he does. 
but there, there's going to be a means to an end, just like anything else. And he's like, well, I just want to focus on when that means to an end is, mm-hmm. which may be mm-hmm. a little sooner than most people, because he wants to, you know, really set him up for, uh, you know, the residual income. And that's why we own like investment property right now, which we're not like out in the suburbs with the white picket fence, like big family house kind of people, which so many people like expect out of us. It's so funny how many people do. They're like, oh, well, why aren't you guys? This is this. It's like, well, we like I could easily say that's what I want. I want my dream home now and start investing in that. But it's like that's not his goal and his dream. And I'm willing to sacrifice whatever I want for what he wants, because not only is it doable, but we, we do that for each other. And we Mm. always are looking like, okay, well, what is it going to mean in the long run for your happiness? Um, and we do have pretty extreme goals. So for us, like for him to say like, okay, cool. Now you're going to go off on your own full time as an entrepreneur. I get where you're going and why being any other in any other job is going to make you miserable, which is in fact going to make a relationship miserable. So it's kind of like we navigate that by just really talking a lot. And he's not a super talkative person. It's more of me. <laughs> like, what do you think? What do you think? But um, it's really just like constantly checking each other and being like, okay, six months ago, we talked about X, Y, Z. Like, you still feeling that? Is it still good? Is it still working? Like, are we still on the same page? <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. No, I need a big water. Go ahead. <clears throat> I think that's what you're asking me, right? Yeah, totally. You're doing great. So, so it's just like keeping in check with each other because let's face it, we all change. Our goals change. Like going along the path that you've set for yourself could not be as satisfying as you once thought it was. Yeah. And just checking in with each other and saying like, is this still working for you? Is it not? Do we have to change? Do we have to do something different? Like it's okay because we're growing and we're learning and we're doing this together. And like, I'm really, I really think it's, it's different because I feel like I'm in such a different position because he's had the same job that he's had, um, the whole time we were together, even since his internship. But I would love to like, you know, still evaluate all the things we've changed in our personal life that still allowed him to, to, you know, make a decision on his career if he did want to change. It's harder right now because I'm, again, just starting in a new city and it puts a a lot of pressure on him right now to like stay where he's at because Hmm. I'm still building and I'm still like completely starting from scratch in my opinion. Um, But we both know that if it comes like push, push comes to shove, if I do need to change my lifestyle and do something for us, for his sanity, I have no problem doing that because that's like, again, it'll bounce back. I'll come back to my job if I like I'll come back to my business if I have to go get a job for two years to make the bills work and things like that. It's just the things you do for somebody else that you're like, holy cow, how can somebody have that pull over me? It's because you really, really want to invest in that relationship. You know, that's awesome. I love that. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about um, so something that you preach over and over again, and I see it all the time on the marketing brand is mission driven marketing. And I don't know if you've like coined the term or something, or if you're like, (laughs) I'm just behind the times, but I see it in my own life. Like, I'm like, okay, I can see how like, you know, Mike and I talk a lot about our values and, and what Mm. we want to preach and 
whatever. And everything is framed in a certain way, right. but you're really just kind of putting the teeth to it. Can you explain a little bit about that? Absolutely. So I feel like we all are on either long-term or short-term missions to feel a gratification um, in ourselves, right? Like it's so important that we don't, especially as business owners, like we are so, we are so focused on what can we do for other people? What can we do for other people? And oftentimes we forget about like, what do we want to give other people? What do we want to serve our communities and serve our clients with? And I, I've just had a conversation yesterday with someone. We did like a, a you know, a nacho dinner on the, on the riverfront. And he was going on and on about talking about like, okay, well, I'm a photographer and I want to like, I'm exploring this idea of like, you know, like starting a bigger brand. Like I, one day I'm going to be tired and I'm going to be like, need some more help. And, you know, so maybe I'll just start like building a bigger company with a a team. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, like just asking him the hard questions, like, what do you really want? Like, do you really want to do that? Are you going to be great at that? Like, is that what you're going to look at in 10 years, 20 years and say, yes, that's like exactly the the type of contribution I wanted to have on not only like all these years in my career or just in general. And he's like, actually, I just really want to open a coffee shop because I wow. love community and I love bringing people together like locally to put an art gallery together. And like, I was like, see, like no one's asking you this question of like, what's your mission? Like when you look at your life, do you see that as your path or are you just trying to come up with a service offering or a product or something in your business? Because a, you're good at it. And those are the skills you obtain because you either learned about it in college or just spent years perfecting that craft or B, that you just really feel like that's kind of the natural next step of something you should do. And just like how I went from being a photographer to now a marketing strategist, you pivot and you totally can do something else because, um, there really is no line there. really is no like natural progression of where you need to go. So, I like to encourage my clients as a, as a marketing uh, consultant, marketing strategist is saying like, really focus on what you're going to be good at and what you are going to feel good doing because Mm -hmm. in turn it's, it's like the triple bottom line of just like, you'll find like you're sharing things more, you're contributing more, you're like excited about things a lot more. And mission driven marketing is all about then that coming together and really saying, well, I can concisely and nicely put together what it is that I'm trying to do, who I'm trying to serve, what I'm trying to accomplish, not only just for other people, but for me, because that's just going to feel so good. And it's just going to come off so much more authentically. And that's what we need in this world is more authentic, just pulling and not pushing to like market. Like when it comes to marketing, it's all about like, okay, like, Hey, like marketing is just building connections. And when you think about marketing, I just want to show the world what this business owner that I'm helping who they are and what they can do. Because once people see like, okay, great. Now you're out of the woodwork. Now we know that you're available and you're there and you're here for us like everything just happens that way. Then you just have people connecting with you and wanting to be a part of your community because they just want to walk the mission that you're on too, because it's such a win-win. And they're like, yes, that's exactly what I can, I need to see in the world. So I want to support you because giving, you know, you my money and voting with my dollars is ultimately going to fulfill me too, as a consumer. Hmm. It's just such a cool 
um, I just think it's just such a transformative way to build connections is to yeah. lead with your mission first because then other people in turn will feel that much more connected and invested in you. Yeah. You really find your people totally. and you're not just like, I mean the classic like Instagram, you know, all that pod crap that people try to like get the fake followers, all that yes. stuff. And it's like, those people don't give a crap about you, you know? Well, or and they're just bots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so really finding the people who, you know, I'd rather have a hundred people who are like super invested in me as a brand. Right. Than a thousand people who could give a crap because you can sell a hundred dollars, 300, $500 worth of product or service mm -hmm. to a hundred people and you're making out pretty good, you right. know? So yeah, I, I totally hear that. And just to build off of that, just a quick mo note on that. It's just, it takes the same amount of effort to market uh, something you don't believe in versus something you do. Mm. So it's like the same amount of dollars and marketing and effort. And it's just, but the results you'll get for showing up for those hundred people versus uh, like, this is what I tell my clients all the time. And they're so worried about the numbers of Instagram. Like, yeah. how do I really extend myself and help more people and build it to scale? But they can't even do it for the 10 people who are following them. Like, how many times have you shown up and engaged with them and really, really are clear with what you want out of them? How If you can't do it for 10, how are you going to do it for 10,000? Like, get super clear and super focused on what you're doing and what you're trying to do for them. Yeah. So they're like, oh my gosh, those 10 people are the diehard 10 people. You'll have then diehard 10,000 people. Yeah. It, it, it'll be just that effective. Ah, oh, that's so great. <laughs> I love it. And can you tell me a little bit about your personal mission? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I don't know if there's a difference between like Dana Frames. I think Dana Frames is still in existence, right? Still uh, kind of yes, happening up absolutely. and running. Okay, cool. Yes. And the marketing brand. And I want to hear a little bit about how your husband, Bob, has influenced that mission, if at all? Sure. So for me, I love things that are efficient and sustainable. It's like across the board, oh, I can go into it very deep, but I will not really save time <laughs> for the podcast here. Um, so for me, I, I look at a lot of things as um, how can we really maximize uh, efficiency and how can we keep things sustaining for as long as possible? Because um, in business or especially in Dana Frames, it was always the quality of these keepsakes. It was always um, in marketing, like the quality of the messages that were really creating a relationship, not just creating a transaction. Hmm. Um, and so for me, like in my personal life, I do the same thing with us living a zero waste sustainable lifestyle. Um, the, at the Dana Magnus is my personal Instagram and you'll see kind of a mix of, you know, composting, uh, my zero waste products of what I use um, that are all about the environment and then also how I'm involved uh, in the community in my immediate community where I'm trying to really start to gather up and get people together to start exploring like what other behavioral things they can do on a day-to-day -day basis that are going to affect affect their carbon pr footprint and just to kind of understand more about what they're doing that is you know okay, like we just want to make sure that we're here on earth as long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Um, so I, I have this major 
mission that I I am on to really empower people. Okay. So like, I never want to be like, again, I'm the marketer who really wants to pull people. I want uh, the clients that I have to really feel like they're empowered to make really solid choices about their marketing departments or their marketing companies or just their marketing, you know, task lists that they have going on if they're a solopreneur or they're, a, you know, a service uh, professional. So it's just like, I want things to last. I want things to be a value. And I just want us to reduce the maximum amount of waste as possible. So between the three different, I guess, entities that I am as a, a person, uh, you know, in my home, uh, a business owner in the marketing brand, and then a photographer and a keepsake designer for Dana Frames, it's like, I really stress this throughout that I really just want things to last. I just mm. want everything to be as, um, you know, mean, uh, meaningful and worth worthwhile so then we can reduce the waste and, and improve the efficiency and bob on the other hand <laughs> he is he's like at first he was like wait you you want to do what to our laundry detergent and you want to like completely get rid of paper towels what and now he's the one bringing like the napkin you know i'm not the napkin but the um the towel to the dinner like we don't use napkins anymore. We use towels and we wash them. And it's just so great that he at first is like, like totally not on board with like coming up with that himself. But again, one of the most supportive people I've ever met in my life and so thankful that he's my husband, but he's just like, just starting to adapt things himself. And he's the one taking things out to my compost and turning it. And like, he's just like, he gets it because he's like, we, at the end of the day, we realized like to be living a better life and just to make life for ourselves and for our future family as good as it can be these things aren't difficult you know it's just a small shift in our mind and that's what I try to do in my marketing uh for all of my my brands I guess even my personal brand it's just Mm -hmm. empowering people like if we have the choice make the good choice that's it like that's all it is and it's it's we're still making decisions. We're still taking something and putting it into a bin, whether they're separate bins or they're combined. I mean, it's the same amount of effort. So creating as much efficiency as possible. Cool. And I love, I think that's so significant that your personal mission can go across all of these different things. It's not like you know, oh, I have one mission for my personal life and I have one mission for the marketing brand. And I, right. it, it's literally transcendent. It's so right. cool. I think that's what makes me love what I do even more is because I firmly believe that this is what the world needs. And if I can creatively do that with this product or offering that I've created with my own two hands, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to keep doing this because this feeds me and it feeds my soul and it feeds what I'm trying to do so much more. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any last thoughts for um, our listeners? Do you have any resources for us um, through the marketing brand or anything that you want to point us to? So I really just invite anyone who's interested in learning more about, um, you know, how to, how to like really indulge deeper into like talking with their partners about goals and goal settings. And even if you have a personal mission that your partner's like totally not on board with, because it's just, it's maybe a clash of their values is like that Enneagram test. (laughs) I know Mm, it's, I know it's crazy, but it's really transformed uh, me as not only a business owner, but as a wife, um, as a, you know, a daughter, as a friend, everything I had to understand myself and what 
I was doing and what I wanted in order to better serve the people around me and better serve my business and my clients. Yeah. Um, I've been like sharing that link with like so many of my friends, just not only because I want to know what they what they are. So then I can interact with them better. Um, But basically what it does is it outlines basic fear and basic desire. And what better way to, to build community than really knowing how to uh, meet people with where they're at. Um, And then what better way to build a relationship than really being self-aware of what we're doing and what we need and what we want. Um, So I think if you're looking to incorporate both your family and a business and really just creating this continuity uh, of like saying, how am I serving myself? How am I serving others? That really is just comes with self-awareness. And the more we can just do the inner work, right? Like I told you about like when we were like, hey, this isn't working as much as we are so invested in the success of ABC, whatever it is, it just is okay to stop something when it just needs to be stopped and change and make small tweaks. And it doesn't mean you have to give up on your dreams or give up on your goals. It's like, understand where you're at. So then you know now what the next steps can be. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. So great. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me, Dana. This was amazing. And you guys over on the other side of the microphone, you can find Dana at on Instagram at the Dana Magnus, M-A-G-N-U-S. Um, yes. Or you can find her at the marketing brand, which is www.mktgbrand.com. Oh, you're good. So <laughs> girl, I'm on it. She's on um, it. And uh, I'll provide all those links in the show notes. I'll even provide a link to the Enneagram test if you want to go check it out. It's such a good resource. It's been huge for me, I know. Totally. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye.